intro like Donald Trump signs his name. <laughs> Nobody can ever find out what you're really saying. I think that's what it is. I try to follow the uh, the wavelength. Because Donald Trump, his signature is like... Yeah, exactly. Alright, okay. So, let's uh, let's get down to business. It's Derek Kixon, everyone. Yes, the return of Derek Kixon. Yeah. Yes. Haven't been here since April... 2018. Episode one. The first one. The very first one. You may want to bring that mic a little closer. I'm patient zero. Patient zero. No, closer. Closer. Oh. We want to hear you loud and clear. I want to get right. I get right right here. Patient zero. It is. uh, I started it all. You started everything. That's right. I'm the reason why this podcast is popular. (laughs) Exactly. Because like, if you look at the numbers, I think mine is the highest. Uh, it's just it, like it's like thousands, hundred thousand. You don't think it relates to the fact that you were the first, and so it makes sense that you would be the highest so go, as far as they go to the first one. No, I don't think anybody. I don't think podcasts work like that. I think you go to the latest one. Well, it's definitely a popular one. It's also popular because the people get to know the show. Well, yeah. if I get to know a new podcast, I love going to the first episode. You do? Oh, all the time. I, I love never it. Do. Yeah, you I don't? Know. Why no. not? I just I'm lazy. <laughs> I just if I I uh, I subscribe to like anything that I'm interested in. It's like twenty different things, and then you don't each look back. new episode that comes up. I'll just you don't look back. Listen on other to episodes? that, yeah. Because you don't always start a uh, podcast at like episode two or three. I'm, Sometimes I'm not, it's like two hundred. I'm not very conscientious. Well, but you are. Uh, that's well, why I'm not, I love you. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I don't do it to every podcast. No, just the ones that fascinate me. Yeah. Um, Derek Kixon. Yes. You have. As, what have you been doing for the last four years? God damn it. Did, four. I had to find it. Well, 2018. It, it was probably the yeah. summer, too. It, actually, it was April. True. Do you remember uh, eating popcorn? No. <laughs> in that episode, first time. I was the, eating popcorn. In the first episode, <laughs> I put out a bowl of popcorn. That was oh, my thing. I'd always like that. Was that treats. part of the problem that you needed to re- reshoot it? No, no. It was actually enhanced for me. Okay. <laughs> Just the fact you'd answer a question. <laughs> I do that all the time with roll bands, which unfortunately I don't have. Usually Robin. every Tuesday tater. I am mentioning it. got to mention the roll bands. Go to your local Robins. Yeah. Right now, as I look around here, no, people who zoom in can't see. But we got the Robin's mantle in one shot, neon sign Word. behind you. Absolutely. We have about 90 cans of <laughs> empty. Robin's empty, empty cans. Those aren't full? No. I, oh, I, I thought you just had a I hole. can't throw anything away that's Robin's. It's, uh, it's uh, like the collection's insane. I don't know what I'm going to do with all these coffee cans. What are you going to do? You got a giant... Robin's now serving cold brew over here, three forty nine plus tax. Yeah, you know why? That must be new. Well, it's, cold it's a month old. Co- cool that, thing. That was last month's promotion, and it was flying around the streets because it was a windy day. You just day. caught it on the streets? Yeah, it was, it was garbage. I, I, I even brought it into Robin's, and I said, hey, this is lying around. This it came off your you. building. They're like, they just throw it in the trash, and I'm like, I'm throwing it in my trunk. <laughs> Taking it home. Gonna put some garbage on the wall. Call it art. You got it. Yeah, that's the way you go. You got it. You know, funny enough, we're speaking of Robins. 
as I always do every as bit of the day. I always love to. I heard a Robbins commercial on the local radio station. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like, it's weird. It, because I'm like, they're actually advertising Robbins when there's only like five left in the city. Is it only five? Yeah. There's uh, York. There's two at the St. Boniface Hospital. There's Selkirk Avenue. And there's Eaton Center. That's it. Is I that thought, fucked? I thought there would be at least 20 in the North End. Why, why would you? Why in the official? <laughs> I know. Why? It seems like that's the their core. Well, there probably was at one point. They were all over the city. But if they can't live in the north, if they can't thrive in the north end, I'm sorry to say, I don't know if you. We don't Robins are gonna stay with you. Yeah, but we still got one in Gimli. We uh, believe there's one in. Uh, there's uh, one in Gimli. Oh, there's yeah, one in that's Thompson. A good one in Gimli. There's one in Thompson. And there's one in. Um, oh, what the fuck? The Pop. I got to go that back is pod. gone. I know that. Yeah, that's Stein, it's still listed though in Google Maps. What? Yeah, I was like, did I miss one? That's been you, gone for like any, twenty years. Do you have any memories of going to that Robbins? Oh, all the time. Spill it. It's. It was just a place to. <laughs> you never went. <laughs> it was just like if if I was getting together with uncles and aunts and cousins and stuff, we'd probably hang out there, or somebody would go get. A dozen donuts and bring it back to the party or whatever. You gotta. It was always Robin <laughs> to the party because, of course, there was no Tim Hortons. Oh, really? No, Tim Hortons probably only started there around 2000 or something. Mm-hmm. But before that, I was born in '82. Mm-hmm. About 18 years of, of Robins. Right, Just right. Nothing but, and I will, and I will still say, best donuts. That the there best, are, except for maybe you know, like your specialty, like old donuts or something. Like yeah, they, but like, you know what I love as far about as your your go to like working man's donut. Robin's donut. Exactly, and these specialty shops are actually mm. replicating Some Robin's donuts that you don't get anymore. You don't get the walnut crunch. You, you don't. Oh, you don't no, get the no. uh, the ghost It's too buster. expensive. So then they can, they make it, and then it's five bucks, so they can work on that. You know, they actually changed the apple fritter. Too, like about a month ago, and now it looks more like a Tim so Hortons. It's cheaper? Like I don't know. Nothing gets cheaper, but it's, it's it used to have no, but it's cheaper for them texture. to make. You know that could be it. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know why they would change. Everything changes. You gotta accept it. But goddamn it, don't take my Robins away from me. If don't take my Robins away from me. Okay. So, All right. So Derek, you're you're here. You're you're back, and. Um, we actually, uh, we got together last night. Yes. Uh, and we went to the gas station art center. Yes. Because uh, I love a free show. Mm-hmm. And there was a free open mic. And thank goodness for Facebook. I can't believe I say that. But you uh, just because found of Facebook, I yeah. realized, um, yeah, there was an open mic comedy night outdoors. And if you've been listening to the podcast, you know, I don't, I'm still social distancing. I don't like going inside places. Uh, so I'm like, any outdoor event, I love especially free I'm there and mm-hmm. uh, so we we walked down together yeah. and we went to the show kind of we were in the middle we got there in about the middle of the show so we yeah. didn't see uh, Angie St. Mars uh, opening up yeah opening the show we did catch her in between um, a couple acts so we, we got to see about two or three before we bolted yeah and um, Jesse but it was Bercier. nice it was an outdoor comedy show which is Sounds like a a shit show. It yeah. sounds like a bad idea. But yeah. then going there, it was a good 
good feel. Now, why would you say it it's a sh- would be a shit show? It's because just of like the noise, sound. noise pollution. There's noise pollution. There was some noise pollution, but it's still it still worked. It worked. We were at the back, we and the, the sound back. traveled fairly well. We could hear the we could hear the stuff. We yeah. Could, we were. If there was a, a bit of a more of an audience, it would have been it would have been killer. Mm-hmm. But I think I it, as far as like what I. What I think of as like a, a comedy show, usually you have to be indoors, you have to have a crowd tight together, mm-hmm. and then you can have a good show. But this one was like, it, it worked despite not having that. It was casual friendly. Mm-hmm. Like uh, It was like you could drop in and you could just, yeah. just watch. Yeah. Now, if you don't know, this is uh, recently set up at the Gas Station Arts Center. Like, if you know River and Osborne, the Gas Station Theater, it's been a staple of the Osborne Village community for decades and decades, right? Yeah. But they've recently fenced off the area in front of it and turn into this kind of kind of a beer garden, I guess, because you could buy beer there. Yeah. And I, if I'm not mistaken, this little venue is an offshoot of the beer can, which is just on the overside of the bridge. Yeah. Overside. It's just on, over, just over the bridge by the curling club there. Yeah. Which uh, it, which is pretty cool in itself. That place is kicking. Um, yeah. But they kicking both ass. have the same kind of. Beer prices are a little much. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I, I it was like nine with tip like almost 10 bucks for a beer and I was just like I'm a Winnipegger I need money for ramens I can't can't afford this shit (laughs) but other than that yeah great people like the people working in the they have like a and a a shout out to Jesse Bercier yeah I was gonna say we saw that's the one we saw his whole set of and uh, I'm still thinking about it today it's just Mm -hmm. it was really he, he's a, he's a special so funny special comic in the city. yeah and we've seen him grow like when mm-hmm. we were doing stand up at the yeah. cavern for for instance he, yeah. he was there performing you know it was always I've seen him perform probably little Elvis. 15 20 times <laughs> didn't Johnny Duff call him little Elvis <laughs> maybe but then that makes me think of tiny Elvis on SNL that was Rob maybe. Schneider oh god yes oh, oh right oh that horrible era I don't okay. know. When Rob Schneider was was uh, was the number one star of what SNL. What are you talking about? Making copies was uh, huge. Okay. Making copies. Making copies. Ron George Moore. Making copies. The Ron Meister. Making copies. Georgie Moorster. <laughs> okay, well, let's get back on track. <laughs> Jesse Bercier was so funny. Mm-hmm. Like, um, he, and not only was he funny, he... he he just held the room, you know. I felt. I felt he did. Uh, yeah, I despite thought it, was it being like good crowd work. A lot of people weren't quite watching in, in, intently, mm-hmm. but you know, he brought it back. Uh, now we're on the topic of the gas station theater. I've performed there. You performed there over the years. Probably. Uh, do you have any favorite memories of the gas station? Uh, I remember performing with my sketch comedy troupe that I started out with in about. 2003? Yeah. Uh, We're not that funny. We're not that funny. Yes. And then it became Manatee. And that's who we... we That's how we met. Because we performed at the CBC Comedy Festival. Yeah. As a result of some of those gas... All those gas station shows were the entire reason why. I guess so. I was in the comedy festival. Yeah. And that I met you. Right. So the gas station... 
responsible Met. for our friendship. Is, yeah. If you look at it that way. Wow. Uh, and those co-production shows, which is why, which is what we we did as our sketch comedy, was the idea is they never they don't do it now. It's been gone for a while. But do you remember the co-pros? I never was a part of it. I've never had a production there. Oh, okay. Myself. So they had this amazing thing that really uh, cultivated local talent, which is we will co-produce a show with you mm-hmm. so that no matter what you make, you take half and we take half. Right. So if you sold one ticket for five bucks... They would make two fifty. We'd make two fifty. We wouldn't owe them anything, right. even though they would probably lose so much money. Are you, you know, uh, on tech and on whatever they would. That's put a good up. point. The tech, but I was thinking like the booze sales. Would they, you wouldn't split that. They They'd keep all that. There was no. There well, wasn't booze sales. Well, but there was. I, booze. They've always had booze, as far as I remember. They've always I don't been think they booze. did back then. Huh. Could be wrong, but. But if they, but if they did, I don't think they did for those co-pros. I think the the concept was, uh, you don't have to like break your bank making, uh, paying for a show to be put up. You didn't have to put up the money beforehand. Yeah, that's pretty decent. It is, but decent. they do not do but that. But we did make make money. We did do some pretty. We did get some pretty big audiences there. Yeah, and. Uh, so like we weren't one of those that was losing them money on the co-pros, but I think a lot of people took advantage, and then that's why they that's why they went. They stopped those. This. They were like, we can't. No, can't do we anymore. need to uh, support. Yeah, unfortunately, I get it. Mm-hmm. but it was a very good, very good system. Perhaps it could be tweaked in some way. Yeah, exactly. Though all the shows that I remember, especially in those early days, with were not that funny and. Um, Twisted Nipple Improv, I think, performed. It's so hard to, like, there's so many years of seeing big shows. Big Stupid it's Improv. Hard, like, big Stupid, of course. Anything that was in the fringe was probably also at the gas station. Improv it was, D&D. It's very, like, indie startup kind of feel. It's also a great venue in that sense where it's you have small, a great big stage. Enough. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, great big it's stage. Big, yeah. You have two beautiful green rooms. In the back there, yes. you got the wings where you, ha- you can walk behind the curtain. So you have all these entrances and exits, especially for improv. You have just like all this. You have a plethora, yeah, of choices on entering and exiting. It's like it's perfect. It's just such a wonderful theater, you know. Like shout out to Todd Drader. Todd, Todd Drader was the big tech guy. I'm sure he still is. There. He's been there. He probably is if he's still alive. Yeah, <laughs> if he's if he's, come, if he's alive, if he got through he's COVID. There. Yeah. Uh, we love you, Todd. It, Todd's like, great. You are amazing. He uh, and, and like after the, there'd be loved, the after the show party. He would give you notes and he'd give you suggestions and he'd say, you know, he'd give he'd his, be very, very yeah, complimentary and always a big always a big help to the show. Yeah, and and that's one place I would feel sad if I saw closed down. I would. Yeah. I would must. I, with everything in the village coming down, in, even yeah, in the last gags week, gags unlimited, gags unlimited, the old Dutch maid or the old antique shop, you got time. the fucking zoo. My God, that that cut out last yeah. year, and the beer vendor. My God, that was like that yeah. really hurt. <laughs> that, it made it made Canada Day like fucking. I just, know. Oh my God, yeah. So it's it's drastically changing at a, a rapid fire pace. It seems, yeah. you know, like. 
what are they gonna do with that gag space? They're gonna put it in more fucking condos? Oh god, I hope not. In 20, I believe it's 2012, they Osborne Village was too. voted the best, best neighborhood, neighborhood to live in, in, in Canada. Canada. I was trying to match <laughs> From McLean's Magazine. From McLean's Magazine. And I would agree with that, but a lot of people joked about it, like, mm. oh, this is the best. Yeah, Winnipeg? Ever. you got to be kidding me. Mm, Winnipeg, you know, Osborne Village? But at the time? sketchy. But it's a cool neighborhood. Yeah, the arts. It's still a cool neighborhood, but it is kind of, yeah, feeling Now it's more corporate. So much. Yeah. It's getting there, you know? Like, you have that. It's starting Where there was a cool, a couple Starbuck cool bars. Starbuck now yeah. a gym, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that kind of stuff. And I don't know. It's still cool, it's but. It's definitely changing. It's like not that, the same Osborne. Like, you know Papa George's? Papa George's is gone. It was, it was, uh, oh, what the fuck was it? Corner, corner, Cornerstone. Cornerstone. Which, now it's, uh, unfortunately now it's failed another because of COVID. Bar. Now it's Leotold's Cavern, which is uh, mm-hmm. another chain, I'm assuming, across Canada. And there's, like, already, like, five or six in the city. Do yeah. we need one in the heart of the village? I don't know. I mean, anyway, I mean, I'm not trying to bum anyone out here. We're just going no. through the memories. It's going to be, like, people who are teenagers now will just accept this Osborne. But because we knew what it was like, I'll go even further back. Divine Decadence. Yeah, that's there what I'm saying. There was a big yeah. fire. Divine Decadence, uh, Happy Cooker, and a third shop burned down altogether because they were all part of a strip mall. Happy really? Cooker moved over to I the other side that. of the street. That's right. On the and corner Divine there. was gone forever. But that was the place that I shopped at all the time. Like Divine Decadence. Yeah. Vintage suits and and shirts and clothing, any kind of like. I thought it was like leatherware. Am I wrong? No, no. Divine Decadence. It was it was basically like a high end thrift shop. Oh. But they would be like very particular about what they would take in, and yeah. they would, yeah, and and it was a really good selection of vintage stuff. But sad to see that go. That yeah. was that was the the beginning of the end for me. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that was oh, like God, 90, that, 90, <laughs> the end was 98 or something. The end something. was 98. <laughs> Sorry. But, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's still Osborne Village. There's still, like, stuff there to see, it's stuff still, to go to. There's exactly. still, like, anchors like the gas station. I'll tell you one thing that I that is a bit of, that's amazing mm-hmm. is uh, Club Happenings opened underneath the old mm-hmm. Toad in the Hole. What? Yeah, I swear to God. Like, where Cavern used to be, it's now Club Happenings. How mm-hmm. fucking cool is that? The, yeah, that's another wrong? one that changed was the cavern, but if it's Club Happenings now, and that's cool. Exactly. That's With, fine by me. But Club Happenings, am I wrong? Am I mistaken that it used to be on Sherbrooke between Broadway and Portage? I never saw it. No? Uh, I, I seem to remember in the early 90s going to that a gay bar. Uh, oh, okay. I thought that was Club Happenings, and then they just shut down forever. Yeah. And now they reopen in the village. Uh, please don't I think, hate me if I got that wrong. But I uh, think Osborne Village should go all gay. Mm. Everything gay owned. Gays unlimited. Gays <laughs> unlimited. <laughs> there you go. That's what should be the next thing. That, yeah. They, well, they it, tore it, that down, it, and it, now, it's, now it's. But we don't want to make it exclusively gay. No. But we totally it's gay unlimited. friendly. Limited. Gay friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone friendly, really. Yeah. Except racists. Yeah, and of course. Hitler Youth, no, not friendly. Bill Cosby's not allowed. <laughs> okay, sure. No Bill Cosby. I'll, we'll check that box. No Bill Cosby. 
Um, what about okay? Let's let's end this with uh, the Fringe is coming up, right? The Winnipeg Fringe Festival happens every well, it happens every year, but the last two years been um, online, right? Right. Um, are you excited about the Fringe? Are you yes. Looking forward to the Fringe? Yeah, I want to go to as much as I can at the Fringe. I haven't looked it up yet. What's what's good? What do you see? What do I see? <laughs> what well, have you to be seen? honest. I mean, you've seen some comedy and improv shows. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm always like, my favorite shit is going to be at Wee Johnny's because you got Hunk's comedy doing sketch. Yes. You have the JD Renault secret midnight show happening. That's what I want to see. Yeah, that that's definitely there. Um, but there are like, um, the thing is like, I, I'm not going. <laughs> I You're not going? Oh. I cannot go. Okay, so you I, recommend the things I'll go. I'm going to the outdoor venue. I'm going to see like the live, the bands that are yeah. performing. Um, but um, yeah, I, I, I'm still next year. I'm gonna go to the fringe. But um, yeah, I've already had COVID, so I'll just I'm fine. I don't, are I you a long hauler? I can't get it, and again, so you can't. But people, a lot of people are getting it twice a day. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I already got it. You you have it now. Everybody, listen to what I say. If you get COVID <laughs> once, you cannot get it again. That's not true. What? I know people who've got it twice. Wait a minute, am I just saying that on my ass? Let me think. Yeah, no, there's I know people, people who've gotten it twice. I've, yeah, I've heard of people getting it. Well, then what the hell I'm are you just talking? joking around. Oh we're, oh, we're having fun. We're, we're just, doing comedy. Yeah. Oh, it's a comedy show. Anyway, so I did get COVID recently, mm-hmm. within the month. And uh, that gives me the, the confidence to say I could go to any indoor thing. Right. But, what but about, that's probably not help, not helpful. No, it is. You know what? I'm gonna quickly look up Winnipeg Fringe because there is a there is like an actual play that I am interested in. I may break my rule. A real play? Johnny Sizzles in it. Martin R. Howell. Oh, your I, guy from I believe Carl. He's in it one too. of the first. He's like number five on this podcast. He's a, yeah, he's 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 a friend of the show. Friend of the show. Um, Johnny Sizzle. Johnny Sizzle. Ooh, he okay. was a fun one. I remember hearing that. that. that Listen to that one. Yeah, yeah. It was it was cool because uh, I, I I he came over. I I didn't really know him that well. I did buy music off him and like yeah. Wasn't yeah. a Zoom show. No, he was he was here. It was it was awesome. And he, he only lived down the block, so I love so that's even better. Tyler Penner lives down the block. I gotta get him on the show. Um, I was gonna look it up all these fringe shows, but oh god, you know what? Just because I said Johnny Sizzle, I'm going to look up what's, that show. What's I want to recommend website? it. Tell the people the website. The web, for the Winnipeg Fringe Festival? Yeah. www.winnipegfringe.com Go there. Check out all the shows. You can check out the... If you don't know the Fringe, it's performers from all around the world. Putting, there's Anything can happen. venues. 14,000 shows. Do you, know, do you know what I want to do? What? I, I want to go down to... The central, what, what is it? Martin, Old Market Square, where the stage is, and you can see the outdoor stuff, and you want to see that. The cube. You want to go there. Yes. I'll hang out with you there. Let's do it. And then what I want to do is I want to look at that big menu or whatever they have, where they write out in Sharpie. Mm-hmm. Oh, all the shows. Yeah, all the shows, or whichever shows are coming next. And just go And to I one. just want to look at it. Interesting to me. You're popping. Pop in. Pop in. We actually stopped recording just to be uh, transparent. Uh, whatever. But yeah, so we're talking about worst fringe shows. Yes. My the worst fringe show I ever saw was called Bent Fork. It was a sketch comedy show at the Son of Warehouse, and it was no like, air conditioning. And this was like '90s, maybe mid '90s. 
there was one sketch where the actor spat in the actress's face, and it was a huge loogie, and I was just, like, horrified, oh, like, oh, my God, like, where... It was gross. Uh, Not funny gross. It was like, I feel so bad for that actress. Like, horrifying. Bent fork. And I'm sorry if you happen to have been part of that sketch troupe, but... But you know what? Worst. And it's a, But it's a story, and even the worst fringe show you see is still something to see. It's something to talk about. True dad. That's why I don't... It's the I best don't have worst any, show. And I want to go to a crowd where there's five people in the audience. I want to be in... At those shows, uh, for supporting son, son of friend, son of a warehouse is the worst venue to get. Yeah. I got that venue before, yeah, doing uh, some sketch comedy there. Oh, it's just no air conditioning, tiny little thing where everybody has to climb up a bunch of stairs and just. And if it's an hour and a half with an intermission, you're like, I'm not coming back for this. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Oh. Hour and a half? Have you ever been to a friend show that's an hour and a half? Of course. You've never been to That's a... the worst show I've been to you know, if it's I, an hour and a half. I 45 agree, minutes. I agree. 45, 45 minutes. to an hour. Okay, 45 I'll is take good. A, I'll take an hour, hour if it's great, but give me a 45-minute show. That's what I want at the fringe. After an hour, I don't care the seat. My ass hurts. Exactly. And most seats, it does because it's always folding chairs. <laughs> But, you know, unless you're at the warehouse, not son of warehouse. Oh, warehouse. Warehouse. I've had that one, too, and that is delectable. Talk about your green rooms. Just the luck of the draw. Yeah. Getting the warehouse. Mmm, baby. There's nothing else. There's nothing better. Nope. At the fringe. Nothing. You You can sell out the warehouse just because you're on a Friday night show if you... It doesn't matter what your show is. Well, I don't matter. know about that. It I doesn't. I don't, I don't it, know. Yeah. Oh, it's a warehouse. It's 30 degrees it's a out. Good, I'll see whatever. It's a good playing. venue. It's air conditioning. Yeah. It's great seats. It's a great stage. Anyway. Mm. But still, you, you haven't really fringed unless you've gone to those hot, sweaty, folding chair theaters that are up a bunch of stairs yeah. and... Are in the basement of some old building. And guess and to bring your own venue. Yeah, I've been up <laughs> Rag Pickers. Rag Pickers is a, one of those. Oh, really? But it was. But I've seen a really great show there. I remember Jeff Hughes had a show at the old Eaton Center when it was closing down. Eaton Center. Yeah, there was what nothing left, and it was just a fucking nineteen ninety two columns, or just columns, and it was so funny. Like, and he wow. pulled it off. That is awesome. Yeah, it was a great show. But it was like, holy God, <laughs> this place is going to fold over. Sometimes the venue is part of the show. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, yes, absolutely. And even if the show sucks, it's just something to do, and it's fun, and it's, yeah. and you'll always have a memorable experience at the French. Absolutely. As far as I'm, as far as I'm concerned. Worst show ever you saw there. Do you remember? Is there one that sticks out, or it's just like that's okay? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna throw anybody under the bus, but I saw a really bad one. I, I used to tour the Fringe, so I went to Saskatoon a lot. Yeah. And in the in Saskatoon, I saw a really bad one man show. I really Come don't on. like. I <laughs> well, don't I like. I don't like these one man shows where somebody just stands in front of a mic and they just like. Oh, suddenly they change their change the the way that they talk in a certain way, and they're like, "Oh, now you're in, now you're in the character of whatever." Yeah. And then you change change it to another one, and you're mm-hmm. talking to yourself the whole show. 
and it's just boring. I've seen <laughs> I've seen too many of those. Right. I've seen too many of those. Well, the the one the one person just, show is the most lucrative. I mean, you're making all the money. You don't have to like if divide you do, it up, but you got to do seen, it well. Yeah, I've seen great one man and one woman shows. Okay, what's what's a great one? Uh, John O'Katz. I don't know if he's still doing it. Probably. John O'Katz uh, from Australia always always used to tour the Fringe. Probably still does. I'm guessing he's just he just loved it so much. Yeah. But uh, you know he would always come up with something interesting. He would have like a a puppet involved in the show, or he would have a, he would just get the audience involved in right. ways that were quite magical. Right, it wasn't just monologue, monologue, he'd add other elements that yeah. would perk your interest. I like that. That's, that's the way and to do it. And he was usually being himself and not just, I mean, not like doing a, a easy character, some sort of like accent or some kind of thing where it's like, oh, now you're changing yeah. to this person. Uh, bef- before we get out of here, I just want to, the, the Johnny Sizzle, Martin R. Howell show is called uh, The Beginner's Guide to Suicide. Actually, isn't that a Ooh. wicked title? And, and if, you, if you change your mind, I'll go see that with I, you. I may actually see this. The Dark Horse Theater Company, um, Beginner's Guide to Suicide. That is, uh, that's going to be a killer. A troubled yeah. technical writer is oh. attempting to hang himself in his apartment. He's interrupted by a succession of strange visitors, including blah, 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 blah. That sounds Whoa. good. Oh, and I also... You and know, or I could, I could go in and I could live stream it to you. <laughs> With, yes! your, with your mask on outside and For sure. your gas mask. That would be awesome. We'll set that up. Yeah. But also another one I want to, I forgot about is Macabre Tales. It's a, a remake. A lot of remakes, right? Mm, Macabre Tales. It's George McRobb playing the devil. It's should be. Oh, yeah, that's cool. George McRobb from Improvision. Improvision. Are they still going? They're do still they have, going. They're do they doing have a their show? own show. There you go. Go see Improvision. I'm sure they're doing a show. They do a show at the Legion every year. It's a BYOV. BYO. Bring, bring your own venue. Um, so there you go. There's some fringe picks uh, for your Tuesday dinner with Derek Kixon. Thank you, Derek. Thank Anything you, you want to add before we check out of here? No. Bye. <laughs>